Thor Ackerlin, and welcome to Video Game Bullshit. Hey, this is Howard Phillips, and you're listening to Video Game Bullshit. Episode 108 of Video Game Bullshit! Kaboom! <laughs> ah, how's it going, Tristan? Oh, not too bad. Just uh, been busy. Keeping well, busy. The whole time we were chatting before we started recording, um, there was no hiccups. So let's hope that there's no hiccups, because that's why you went on last week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and, uh, you know, once once uh, I uh, update everyone on how I've been and what I've been doing, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll clue them in on Jump some in, of the man. steps I've been taking to mitigate these issues. Well, I am drinking some tequila in a cheeky mug, really, really creepy mug, um, with some Mio in it. So go ahead and tell your story, Tristan. I will, I will partake in a beverage. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I actually have a friend who used to work for Cox Communications, who is the uh, internet service provider out here in Omaha. Well, one of them, but the one uh, that I chose. And um, so I, I called in the big guns this time. Uh, incidentally, I, I didn't even think to like uh, contact him, but like out of the blue, he calls me, uh, um, I don't know, probably about a week ago. And um, he calls me from New York. He's in the Nintendo store in New York. Um, ah. yeah. So, uh, you know, he's, he's like buying stuff from, uh, you know, for like Zelda and launch and all that stuff. And he thinks to call me cause you know, he, he knows I'm a huge video game nerd. Um, but, uh, he bought me a couple shirts and, um, yeah, we, we set up an appointment whenever he came back to, uh, for him to come over and, uh, diagnose my network issues, which turned out, um, you know, I, I, I bought all this like cat six cable. Yeah. Thinking that the uh, my actual like existing infrastructure for my coax was good, apparently the coax wasn't. Uh, um, it, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't able to handle the the internet that I I purchased from Cox. So, I think that's what was causing the issues. See, like um, that was like one all, of the first all things the I said. Drops and everything. Is your wiring old? Because our wiring in our house was too old to support. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, you know, I was doing all these speed tests and I was getting like 250 down and 100 up. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. No, but apparently that uh, that wiring was just causing all sorts of issues. Oh, wow. Um, so hopefully I don't drop off, um, you know, like I have been. Well, you're not as yeah, muddy. Like, and it's good to see your, your pretty Tristan beard in full high definition. Too. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get a little bit more majestic. I think I'm gonna grow it out like a little bit. Oh really? Yeah, I was um I had a full like like half white beard going on and it started to get itchy, so I I definitely shaved it off a couple days ago. Good yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, my leave beard. I don't have a DD two fourteen yet, so not quite. 
Mm-hmm. Not quite there. Yet. Yeah, I, I got that DD two fourteen, and just like every other retiree in the uh, the military, you know, you got to see what your facial hair actually looks like because you're not allowed to grow it for like the twenty years you're in, or however long you end up being in. Yeah, I mean, I'm on a nice little like month of leave, so it's it's been been fun. So mm-hmm. been enjoying myself with. Allowing a little bit of facial hair and all that, and then I'm like, ah, I'm itchy. I got itchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets to a point, and then you're just like, ah, I can't stand it. But yeah, yeah I got past that point. Um, I don't know. Eventually, point of no return. It's gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we um, so moving gate, uh, <laughs> like getting all of that ready. Um, I was actually telling uh, Tristan before the recording. They're coming to pick up my truck on Thursday, so tomorrow, because we're recording today on a Tuesday, we're going to start recording on Sundays in the future, um, but right now we're live and it's on Tuesday, um, tomorrow my kiosk, which I'm recording on, goes bye-bye, so it's going into storage tomorrow, <laughs> so it's going to be sad, sad I have, day. have to do everything you can do with the truck tomorrow, so like there's a lot, a few little things we got to do tomorrow to to get it ready. I have to drive a half a tank off of it because it has to be under a quarter tank. Um, mm. I have to do that too. But, um, and then I've also been doing my running and walking and dog walking. Um, and I'm over 75 miles and, and going into Good the stuff, man. So today I um, <clears throat> took a long break uh, from running to do uh, tears fun Zelda, which we'll talk about later. Um, but I um, ended up taking the Doggins for like a little little bit over a three-mile walk after I took my break um, from Tears of the Kingdom. So, um, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, fun to get out there. Yesterday I got over five miles in. Um, went and, you know, did some stuff where I got some miles in too. So, it's been pretty good. Been pretty good. Uh, what else have you been up to, Tristan? Um, well, aside from the whole network thing, because, you know, Jeff said that uh, his Switch kiosk is going away, so I'm going to have to take over the streaming responsibilities. And that wasn't going to be possible if, uh, you know, we were <laughs> getting booted from our stream, all of us getting booted from our stream every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so far, so good. Um, we'll, we'll just keep our fingers crossed this entire time, and hopefully it stays stable. If that's the case, then we're going to have no issues going forward. Well, I mean, um, alternately, I, I tested it with Coffin uh, last week, and mm-hmm. you can get on your cell phone, and we can record Skype call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, if push comes to shove, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what I'm going to have to do uh, for a while if we can't make the Discord mm-hmm. thing work, because this requires a little bit of art to get all the little fun, fancy stuff done. But yeah. if it works, it works, and, and we'll be going forward so we can continue bullshitting for a while, talking our... It's going to be Tears of the Kingdom world for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Oh my gosh, yeah, and we'll get we'll get into that and why. Um. <laughs> Let's see. So, um, over the last week, I went in um, because I scheduled last week's. So we recorded over the weekend, Coffin and I. So I actually was out of town. Um, I visited Josh and Sheena, uh, which there are you know partners with Premium. Um, they handle all the shipping. So I went to the shipping warehouse. I saw the wall of Tristan books. And, and, uh, uh, and the wall. Yeah, we need to we need to sell those. And the wall of pigeon devs and a wall like behind and 
it's just the deluxes because they're huge, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Ironically, the standards are about out, so that's interesting. Very interesting. Wow. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of different games that are coming in. Um, got to check out the uh, Switch Collector Volume 2 Part 2s. Um, those look great, and the manual turned out amazing. Um, so I got to see those in, in person. And then we started assembling um, ore bodies because we have a second printing of ore body that we have in hand and we're assembling them so that way we can ship them out um, and put them up for sale. Uh, we had distributors um, and local game stores that wanted to get copies and it's been getting sculpt, uh, scalped online. Sculpt. <laughs> um, but it's been getting scalped online. So um, essentially, we made another, you know, small print run of them, like standards, not the not the limiteds. Um, we made another small print run of standards, and we basically were drinking tequila and assembling NES cartridges. So that was fun. And then um, also went through um, one of our upcoming games. We're helping them with some physical items too. So we went over that and all the details and we're going back and forth with them on physical print items it's ridiculously fun um yeah mm-hmm. um, it was a good time too uh we um went and oh where did we we went to a sushi place out there because they're up in north carolina um i found a new route to go there with known the for their sushi yeah huh what's up <laughs> i said known for their sushi I mean, north carolina the coast I don't carolina know. no go ahead I'm just being facetious. Ah, um, but anyways, uh, instead of going and winding through the mountains this time, like I did last time, where my daughter and I got sick, this time I took like a roundabout way, and it was just highways. It was chill. So, much more chill area um, for the drive, and it was great seeing them. And we did some s'mores at night, too, on the second night. So, that was cool. Nice. Yep. Then. Yeah, that's one facility I uh, I want to go and see at some point as well. Although I don't know what's going to take me to North Carolina. I'm a little bit far away. Although you were too. So. I mean, I'm only a couple hours from me right now. I'm about to be really far away. Yeah, it's true. About to be really far away. Um, the other thing is I loaded up my truck with a lot of premium edition games and books and stuff. So I unloaded all those at the mm-hmm. warehouse. So that way I don't have anything. Um, and then mm-hmm. I got home for a day. Um, not even. And then we left on Friday to Atlanta to hang out with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my nephew and niece are in town from, um, from Milwaukee. So hung out with them, um, drank a lot of tequila. That was fun. Went to Medieval Times, um, which I've not, not been to nice. since I was a kid. That was ridiculous. Did your night win? No. No. Definitely not. No. My daughter was enjoying it, though. She had a little friend next door that she made friends with, like another girl. And they were just, like, cheering the whole time, like, and booing the other nights. Um, nice. Pretty funny. And then after the, um, after that, then the next day, Sunday, which was um, a couple days ago, we went to Six Flags and went on all the roller coasters. It was hot as hell. It was, like, 90 degrees out, and um, hardly anybody was there. So it's pretty much, like, fair, free reign. Right. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, uh, nothing worse than going to uh, you know state fair or something like that, and you're just like shoulder to shoulder with people the entire time and waiting in line hours and hours. Kind of miserable. Yeah, ridiculousness. Uh, but that's about it. Now, I mean, turning the truck. My uh, Jeep is already in Hawaii, 
So wow. it's, it's there, like, cause I put a little uh, air tag in it, so I can see that it's in Hawaii. So um, it Very beat cool. us by a couple weeks. So essentially, after this, um, you know, the house is sold. So oh, cool! I hadn't heard. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, house is sold. Um, essentially, we're just gonna close. We gotta do closing, and that's it. Get the paperwork. Um, they move in a couple weeks after we leave, so should be pretty easy after that, hopefully. And I start going to Hawaii, and I'm down in the islands. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, you should have a blast out there. Um, I, I I think I've already asked you this, but I can't remember your your answer. Have you already been to Hawaii at, at any point? Never even visited. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you'll have a blast. So um. My wife did some research, and one thing that um, you know I, I mentioned before is that my daughter and I are going to be surfing. We're gonna learn how to surf. We're gonna get lessons, and she had a choice, you know, between karate or surfing. And if she quits surfing, she has to go back to karate. Um, <clears throat> well, my wife did some research. Apparently, TNC Surf Designs, the company, Town and Country, still makes surfboards. Yeah. So I'm going to get a TNC Town and Country surfboard that looks like the one from the NES game. That's sick. That's that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna surf on it, and you know, after I get you know my practice in and I can actually surf, I'm going to get like um get get a board from them, which they're in. You should take it one step further and actually be like uh, dress up in a gorilla suit and surf. Dress up in a gorilla suit, or I actually it was um you know the cat wearing the suit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do the cat. I did see a pause in your video, so there's the first hiccup of the day. Uh-oh. Mm, okay. Well, it so far it hasn't booted me, at least. It hasn't booted you. Uh, but yeah, I'll wear the uh, the cat monk, the cat suit, the full suit, because the, the cat was nice. wearing a full suit, whereas the, um, the gorilla was just wearing swim trunks. So. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um. You know, there's, um, and then there's always the Tiki Man. That was the surfing. Tiki Man. Mm-hmm. Love the Tiki Man. Um, but yeah, I'm embracing the Tiki culture, the you know, Polynesian culture, and I've been doing that forever. So it's going to be me collecting Tiki crap and <laughs> video games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, what else? What else have you been up to? I can't remember um, if I actually said it on stream or um, if it was uh, when we were off, but um, I purchased a few kiosks. Uh, Jeff uh, said that you know he's about to have his Switch kiosk put away. Um, a friend of ours, uh, well, a, a, an acquaintance of yours, a friend of mine, um, he actually like bought a farm, but uh, the basement it's it's huge. However, it's leaking. So he can't like move all the stuff over there without like uh, you know damaging the stuff basically. So uh, he sold off like his entire like kiosk collection, um, you know. And I, I was like creeping on this uh, Facebook page where uh, a lot of people sell that kind of stuff, and I saw that he was selling them. I'm like, dude, I want this. I want this. I want this. Let's let's work out a trade or you know a deal or something like that. So I ended up getting a, an amiibo kiosk an Xbox 360 kiosk and a switch kiosk from him, hmm. which, uh, are now downstairs, but Holy hell, were they heavy? <laughs> it's awesome. Though, Especially that kiosk. switch kiosk. I know you know that. 
oh yeah, this switch kiosk is, is a damn nightmare and I gotta figure out how to get it into the back of my truck. And I'm gonna have to lay it on its back. <sighs> on a, oh my gosh, on dude. And drive slow. I don't even have right yeah. straps. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, that should be an adventure. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm gonna take the TV off, obviously, and everything. But um, yeah. But you know, other than you know, getting my uh, my game room kind of set up, my 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 parents, who I haven't seen in person in, in almost ten years, um, are actually coming out to visit myself and my brother, who lives in Lincoln, Nebraska, and. Um, you know, they've. Uh, this will be the first time seeing uh, for them seeing my new house. Oh. So um, I'm just kind of getting like you know the entire basement and my setup like cleaned up and perfected, just presentable for them. Um, cool. Just having a little bit of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's interesting when you haven't seen people in a long time, and especially your own family. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the one thing we always liked was when people come to visit, it forces us to, like, clean more thoroughly than our normal cleaning. So oh, like big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually makes it look really nice because, you know, obviously, complacency, we all get it. And we're, like, hanging out and just doing our thing. And then now it's like, oh, shit, people are coming over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super funny, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from, you know, like, cleaning up, playing our... our, our um, bullshit homework and uh finish finishing up manuals for premium edition that's been my week this week yeah 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 um let's see so one thing that i did before this is all before zelda bz um i actually um found something when i was at josh machinas online um apparently somebody made a coin ops build for the steam deck um, CoinOps Legends, and um, huh. essentially CoinOps is what I put on my original Xbox that I had, and it literally comes with the whole package, has everything pre-installed, including all the artwork, all the pieces, and then it like is plug and play. Um, and somebody made a build for the deck. Um, I wanted to just challenge myself, see if I could get it to run, cleared up some space on the deck, deleting some games I'm not going to play. Um, and Legends 4 is coming out soon, but I installed Legends 3. And it's about 20 gigs or so. Um, it was all janky and messed up, and I had to do troubleshooting. Um, when I installed it, I had um, taken the zip file and unzipped it on my PC and then moved everything over with my FTP. I should have unzipped it on the Steam Deck because then all the right permissions were wrong when I got it to the deck. So I had to like manually go and make sure everything's executable just in case. Um, yeah, it took a while to troubleshoot, but then I figured it out. Um, it's primarily all arcade stuff. And then there's some small um, versions that are um, like console stuff like Zelda and Gunstar Heroes and some other stuff like that, some classics. Um, but it's cool, it's tailored, it works. Um, the one thing I like though with the deck, so if you play it in hand, a handheld mode where you're playing in like gamer mode, which is when you just boot it up, it's in gamer mode, um, which is big picture mode on PC. Uh, when you play it like that, you can go and download custom control schemes. And so somebody created a custom control scheme for CoinOps Legends 3 where you go in and you can use the track pads on the Steam Deck as a ball. So I can play Centipede with the trackpad, moving it around, and it's much there more you accurate. Go. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I, I haven't tried it, but I was thinking, man, Arkanoid might be like perfect too. That'd be awesome. Just the sensitivity and just be like moving back and forth. Um, it's pretty good. I, I do like it. Um, the actual analog sticks aren't too bad either playing Centipede, so I don't know which I prefer yet, but it's pretty cool. Um, pretty cool to be able to see them all and be able to uh, just play all the classic arcade stuff with one, one and done, one shot go. So might be good for some future uh, bullshit homework where we can just play like an arcade game or something. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, this this uh, coin op um, build, does it uh, play MAME? I mean, does it have a MAME emulator? Yeah, it's all through MAME. I think but, all the consoles might be loaded through MAME too. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, yeah, because when I was tinkering around, I had to tinker around to all the files, and it said like MAME SNES and MAME Genesis and all that stuff when it was all the configure the config files. Um, but the um, it's like a website, Arcade Punks, that has a repository of a lot of stuff with all the information there. It shows what all the features are, and then you can go to like torrents and stuff from there, wherever. Um, sure. Yeah, the... Everything's included though, so we can't like share a link in any of the descriptions because there are ROMs in it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's mm, pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have any of the later arcade or later consoles. Like, there's no disc-based stuff. Um, all that does work natively on Steam Deck. The disc-based yeah. stuff you can download them and and load them through MU Deck, which is another way to do it. Which is still it's still pretty damn easy it's drag and drop and then you just you could download all the artwork automatically so it's still pretty damn easy i just wanted to see what coin ops looked like because it was a classic that i played and we had episode on um we had episode on coin ops back in the day in video game bullshit with kyle so i wanted to do like a little like oh let me mm -hmm. see if i can get this shit to work on deck and see if it lives up and the thing is the damn um the whole Oh, um, the whole UI is like smooth and clean, and everything like moves around. You can switch it to arcade. Yeah, arcade. dude, that's oh, so cool, dude. It's it's yeah. Awesome. That that was one of the coolest things about um. That was one of the coolest things about Coin Op, and I I'm not sure if it's the same team that did the XBMC, the Xbox um, Media Center. It is. But yeah, the UI has always been so user friendly and just so polished. Um, like there's just no. No alternative that's that's any better for like um, running emulation, a whole bunch of emulators. Uh, the, the only other thing that comes to mind is, um, you know, a modern console right now, the Polymega. But the Poly, even the Polymega took uh, a lot of uh, cues from XBMC and CoinOp uh, and. and built it into their own ui so you know it's been it's been worked on and polished like over all these years and um mm -hmm. yeah it's it's just such an awesome thing to use it's so user friendly but again you know you're you're running roms and we talked about that it's uh um uh, kind of a divisive thing but oh, uh cool. oh yeah so anytime i hear someone say that they have a trackball uh ability on mame i have to recommend a game um that you may or may not have heard of. It's this arcade game called The Irritating Maze. Have you ever played that? <laughs> of course. That's a classic. Okay, good. Yeah, I love that game. It's a, it's an SNK game. I, I'm I, like we actually had it in our bowling alley uh, whenever I was growing up, and it's such a unique cabinet. It's got a trackball, and basically you're like guiding this metal pin through this like maze of uh, metal rails that are electrified. Yeah. And um, 
you know, it's like moving pieces. So like, you know, you'll, you'll like move around like clock hands that are like chasing you and, uh, you have to like avoid hitting any sort of obstacle or you get shocked. But when you get shocked in the game, it's strobe light actually like blinds you from the cabinet and like these fans turn on and blow in your face. It's Amazing. really unique. Yeah, that was one that um, there is a version for the Neo Geo AES where somebody fan modded it so you can use a controller with it. Um, so the yep. controller yep. mod for home. That was one of the games that I never bought the aftermarket version of yet, like for the for my Neo Geo mm-hmm. collection. I know I would love to have it. I, I love that game. Yeah, um, really cool. I I think it's very similar to what they released on Game Boy Advance on Switch Online. They released a version. It's a curl curl pin or something, but it's basically irritating me. Um, okay. Yeah, and it also exists on PlayStation One called Irritating Stick. Ah. Um, same premise. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean that's a really fun one. Um, the other thing that I like about the the track thing is so there's two tracks on the Steam Deck. On the right track, um, if you put your thumb on there, it actually brings up a menu. And it allows you to save state and load state and end game and go into the MAME options. It's like a little wheel. And so you can feel it tactile nice. on your thumb. So that's a really cool little like bonus option. That oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really fun one, man. Um, but yeah, so the CoinOps is cool. Uh, is there anything else in the news that we need to chat about before we jump into Bullshit Homework? Um, I, there's actually some news that's a good segue into our bullshit homework, um, okay. and that's how the uh, the the ball got dropped on the pre-orders. <laughs> Did you hear about this? On Trinity Trigger or on Zelda? Oh, on Zelda. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I should have specified. Okay. Yeah, because Zelda's we're gonna talk about after our bullshit homework. Yeah, there's a little bit of a lag, by the way. I can tell. Um, but that's okay. Mm, bummer. Uh, um, so, obviously, we can talk about, you know, like, the Switch emulation scene and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom being emulated already and all that stuff, because we're tracking that, of course. Um, however, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, did you see the trailer for Double Dragon Rise of the Dragons? Um, I did not watch it yet. Um, I, I hear that people... People are uh, are really excited about it. Uh, how it goes to like beat 'em ups? It's it's uh, Coffin, um, uh, GI Gamer, nineteen eighty one. Uh, like he's huge into beat 'em ups, so of course I had to like ask him about it first. Um, he said that uh, it it doesn't. Uh, I'm I'm just going by his impression. I haven't even seen it yet, but he said that uh, it doesn't look any better than um, Double Dragon Neon. Well, I mean, you're a huge Double Dragon guy, so, like, what's your take on it? So, your there. internet paused, like, every two seconds when you did that whole talk. Um, so, that'll be a fun one to decipher and edit. Um, so, um, essentially, yeah, I, I do love my, my Double Dragons. Um, it's a great freaking franchise. I do think it looks cool as shit. I think that they're trying to do more of a River City Girls, River City Girls 2 mentality behind it for the Double Dragon series. Um, I don't compare it to like a Double Dragon Neon or Double Dragon 4 because, I mean, they're just doing... It's been like 10 years, man. Like, they might as well have more. So if it's the same and, and a sequel, that's cool. If it's a brand new thing, which is, is exactly what it is. That's pretty awesome. 
And it looks cool because you can play as like Marion too in there and stuff. So should be very interesting. Should be very very interesting. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm always for more beat 'em ups for sure. I mean, yeah, should be cool. Um, one other thing that I saw was a tweet or a message from Phil Spencer saying that the Xbox may be done in 2023. What do you think about that? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, coming from Phil Spencer, uh, the, the person who's supposed to be all like, uh, you know, roses about his own product. Um, I think it's be volumes and, um, you know, we, we've been saying it since, uh, the Xbox one lost the, that generation, but, um, I, I really see Xbox going the way of Sega and just being a, um, a producer of, uh, digital content rather than a hardware manufacturer. Um, because I, I really don't think there's any coming back now. I, I don't see any any um, angle that they could come back in because uh, you know Nintendo has their um, their foot their stranglehold on on um, you know the handheld market and uh, their their piece of like the underpowered um, you know market view with their amazing IPs, and then PlayStation has everything else. So where does that leave Xbox? Yeah, I mean, I think that with Game Pass and it being able to even just be streamed, um, I mean, I play Game Pass on mm-hmm. my Steam Deck, so there's like no reason for me to yeah. own an Xbox Series X. I haven't even bought one because I can play Game Pass streamed from my Steam Deck, and it's That's not right. even natively available. Yeah, software as a service is, where, is what they do well, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, who's to say what Xbox is going to do with it in the future? You never know. Um, but to yeah. me, it would be a interesting um, pivot because I did see that they opened up indie stuff to maybe try to stimulate their physical sales uh, for indie games, which should be interesting. Uh, I don't see it either. I, it's not going to save them. No. No. It's um, a little too late. and. Honestly, like even for like us as a company, I don't even know if I want to pour the the capital into it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But um, yeah, as far as Microsoft is concerned, you know, it, and and you said you know pouring it, money into it. That's that's the bottom line. Is um, are they going to make their money back? I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure their R and D alone. Um, they probably aren't close to even being in the green, as far as you know this console generation they're probably still recovering from last console generation um i'm only speculating of course but uh you know given (laughs) given how much it costs to uh to develop new new hardware especially state-of-the-art hardware nowadays um they just don't have the numbers to um to make up for it because you know you got to think like um, everyone's getting their piece. It's not like they're getting the entire, what is it, $400, $500? How much is an Xbox Series X now? I'm not even sure. Sure, four or 500 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but they're, I mean, the cost of the hardware, especially at launch, they, they were probably losing money on every sale. And yeah. you got to think that even now, now that the, the hardware, uh, the, the raw materials have gone down, they, they probably aren't even close to getting their money back. To me, it feels like they're going to go the way of like um, a device. Plug in a little like mm-hmm. Roku adapter, one of those adapters, into your TV, gives you a quick interface, 
you're probably also loaded on smart TVs and you can just play Xbox Game Pass. Like, sure. I mean... Uh, they do it well. Graphically intensive games are going to be a pain. Uh, those that are going to want, you know, 120 frames per second in 8K and all that stuff, it's going to be... They're going to get it. Um, no. No. So that's the interesting pivot, is that they're not going to be able to compete with PlayStation at all. Mm-hmm. But they'll compete with Nintendo, for sure. So, sure. Who's to say, man? Who's to say? It's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and, and uh, you know, when their their own spokesperson is is saying that um, they can't compete with both Nintendo and Sony, um, you know, like I said, he's supposed to be the cheerful one. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's being a realist, and uh, people need to uh, listen because um, that speaks volumes. Yeah, freaking ridiculousness. Um. The other thing is, we always do a little bit of a premium edition updates. Um, the biggest thing for premium edition is right now, Bobby67 is up for pre-order. Um, went up for pre-order mm-hmm. a couple days ago on Monday. And as of today, I haven't checked it to this, this, after, this evening. But as of this morning, we are under half of the silver editions left. For the whole hey. thing, um, the last time we only put up fifty, and they saw immediately we put another fifty. So we just did straight hundred. That's all we're ever gonna do of these. Are hundred? It's gonna be a limited thing. It'll be a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Once it's gone, it's gone. Make it a, a fun little chase item that we'll do, and then we'll do unlimited of the grays. Um, typically, we'll start with five hundred total in the print run, and we'll do a second printing, but. Um, you know, if there's demand, there's demand. I mean, we're not going to yeah. cut off for a regular edition of one. Um, and then Wife Quest is doing great. Super Dungeon Maker is doing amazing. Um, we're all working on pieces of all the different stuff, like you mentioned, manuals and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty cool. And the other thing that went up was um, Phoenix Resale on YouTube posted an awesome video that he recorded of us at uh, Midwest Gaming Classic where he was, um, a couple of our hit our games were on his list and he actually like traded games that he found at the convention to trade up to sell online so he could buy our games. Um, <laughs> nice. It was wild. Um, an interesting thing though is that uh, we have affiliate links and stuff so like certain people like Switchwatch, they'll post an affiliate link and everybody who buys from their link, they get like a percentage. Um, he didn't want to do that. He just wanted to support us. Like I, I asked him about the affiliate link. He's like, no, dude, I want to do this completely to support because I love what you guys do. Um, so that was not like an affiliate thing. That was a him doing a cool-ass video. Um, really fun. He got a shit ton of games, too. I forgot that he got that many. <laughs> yeah, he, you got a stack of them. He's like, he's um, like boom! <laughs> even then, he wanted to get more, just, uh, you know, <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at MGC though, we had every single game in hand. Uh, every the only time single one. The only time that's ever going to happen because we sold out of a bunch of them. Um, we kind of cleaned out the warehouse, the inventory for that convention, um, and so stuff like uh, Phenotopia, they're gone. Um, stuff mm-hmm. like Demon's Two yeah. Plus. Um, some of the stuff there might be like. A half a dozen copies out of five. Thousand. Yeah, blood hockey. We were down to like six copies. Yeah. Um, so I mean, because the thing is, is like in the warehouse, like we'll always have extras for if something is damaged. But like we brought those extras now because it's been a while. Um, 
it's very, very interesting and fun. So, um, should be cool. And then, um, Eagle Island Twist, Love 3, They Bleed Pixels, and Raji are all in assembly right now. Um, we've been going back and forth on some music CDs and stuff recently, so that's the newest thing. Um, mm -hmm. And outside of that, it's it's moving. I think the cartridges for Eagle Island Twist and Love 3 are arriving at the assembly plant, and then they just start putting it all together. And then we're going to be shipping out here in the next month. I'll probably be in Hawaii, get some sun, and people will be getting their games. How appropriate. Eagle Island. You're going to be on, on an island when it ships. Eagling it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to be cool, man. Um, yeah, so, so P's doing great. Um, I've been working on getting the, um, for Higgins Alley, getting the reviews for the NES, the complete NES book. Um, and then I came up with a new idea for a book that I'm going to release hopefully soon. It's a crazy one. Something that I saw a different book at a store and I'm like, I need a video game version of this. And I'm very cool. It's going to be awesome. Um, I, I told Josh my idea. He's like, holy shit, I want that. I need that. And I'm like, yep. And I can do it from. Uh, to tell me offline. I'm curious, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So uh, what else have you been up to, Tristan? Anything crazy with the, the book front? You got your mag Megatome working on that? Um, I'm still chipping away at the Megatome. Um, I mean, you know, like I'm, I think I'm going to kickstart it. I wanted to have it completely, completely done. Before going to Kickstarter, but um, I think I'm going to finish it up while it's, uh, you know, uh, the, the campaign campaign is going on, and we'll we'll uh, kickstart that campaign in you know the next month or two. Um, uh, yeah. On the, on the same note, as you uh, saying that you may have another book in your uh, in your um, holster, uh, I I think I too have another book that I'm going to be uh, presenting and uh, publishing at some point. Nice. Um, it's, a a, a, uh, a collector guide for a specific set of games. And I, I think, uh, going forward, I'm, I may actually do it, uh, for other franchises, but I've already done one for a franchise. I did it like, oh, I don't know, five years ago. It just needs to be updated. And I think it'd be a pretty cool thing to have physically. Yeah. It'd be cool. It's like, if you do it in a certain format and then you mm -hmm. like, you match it so that way people can collect all your series yeah. in a row. Yeah, I'll, I, I don't even think you've seen this one that I made, uh, but it's it's actually a pretty cool format, and um, at the very end of it, I made it kind of uh, an interactive collection kind of thing. I gamified it. Nice. So, it's pretty neat. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I may end up kickstarting that one in the future, too. I'll just uh, I'll have to run that one by you. Oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, you can never have enough cool ideas out there. That's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once I tell you, uh, especially I, when I've already done all the work for it. I mean, it's just you know, just yeah. make it current. Oh yeah, that's what I did with my NES book. It was it was great. Um, I'm after. Which same. speaking of, I I got uh, I got um, part two or volume two part two in the mail. Um, yeah, this past week, so I got to add that to my bookshelf, my uh, Hagen's Alley collection. Did, did you get the mini manual too? I did. Yes, I did. That mini manual. Um, I. The previously, I only I did a staple bound traditional manual. This time, did it glue bound and foil and soft touch. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Made it badass. So yeah, it was really cool. It turned out great. 
Like it's mm-hmm. the mini one is just a, a little fun treat, and people were just asking me if I did it, so I added it as a stretch goal, and <clears> hit it. <throat> and so people were able to add it on for a couple bucks, and I think people will be impressed with it. Um, I've seen some feedback that people love it, so pretty freaking cool, man. I've been working on year three. It takes it takes a while. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let the move. And- Every everything takes a long time, but yep. you know it's. Since it's fun, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. I mean, basically, once I get the NES book in print, um, I'm going to move over to... Because um, I'm working on a Switch one at the same time. I'll probably move over to finish up the Genesis book. I need to finish that sucker. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. My NES book, by the way, is over 500 pages. Very nice. <laughs> and it's still got to add in all the backer reviews. And some of them are going to be lengthy, and that's okay. I already told them. That's where the meat comes in, is in the personal stories. So it's going to make it more fun. Yep. I'm um, ready to go to some uh, bullshit homework, Tristan. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, the bullshit homework, uh, we were supposed to cover it last week, but you know, internet connectivity issues. Um, we we're talking Trinity Trigger. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first. I've got a few interesting takes on it. I'll oh. just put it that way. Um, all right, so essentially, um, I wanted to try out Trinity Trigger because I thought it would be a pretty fun um, action RPG in the vein of like a Secret of Mana, something like that. Um, from my perspective, I ended up playing it for uh, a good bit, probably about four hours, maybe or so. Um, I thought it was pretty cool, it reminded me of a PSP RPG like PlayStation Portable level. Um, uh-huh. Graphics were pretty basic. Um, now, um, I wanted to love it. I definitely did not dig it. And it was only one thing I didn't like. And I didn't go and grind, mind you. Um, that might have changed things if I would have went and grind, like went and grind, did enemy grind. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But going to um, when I got to about the third fourth whatever boss I was getting to they're like the bosses are what I call grindy um, you're just sitting there rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and the enemies do this attack pattern and rinse and repeat but you do it so many extra times that it's just mm-hmm. like it was just annoying and I got through like this one boss and it was like it took me like 20 minutes of just non-stop attacking him and then I went to the next town Back to the town, I unlocked a new ability thing with a girl with bunny ears or something. Um, and then as soon as I went to the next spot, there's another damn boss boss fight. And this boss looks like it's going to take even longer. And you start right at the boss fight, so you can't even like go back and exit out and go back to the town and grind. So I was like, well, yeah. I'm done. Um, and it's still like I just unlocked something new, so I'm not even... To me, I don't even feel like I'm past like the tutorial intro six hours, eight hours, however many hours it is for the tutorial. And I just couldn't get through that part. I don't know if there's like a damn ceiling. And then if you get past that, it opens up, it normalizes. I, I don't know. Or is this the game where it's just rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, new story, new mm-hmm. character, rinse, repeat. Um, I'll let you go a little bit and then we could talk a little bit of mechanics and stuff. Yeah, um, I'm I'm right there with you, um, and uh, it's funny that you mentioned the PSP because that's what it felt like whenever I was playing it. I was like, uh, it doesn't feel like a because I, I I bought it on PS5. Did you play it? Yeah, you played it on Switch. You've got your Switch kiosk, right? I played it on Steam Deck. 
Steam Deck. Okay. So I played it on PS5, and I mean, if you're playing it on Steam Deck, you're probably playing it on like maxed out settings. If 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 they have settings, did did I mean did, does it give you like a slider of uh, graphical input or anything it, like that? It does, but I I honestly like this one. I just left it at whatever was default. I okay. didn't mess with it. Gotcha. Well, PS5, um, I didn't see any sort of like uh, you know. It's it's an RPG, so you're not going to expect to see like 120 frames and four, you know, 4K, whatever. It, like you said, it, it's it seemed like it was like an um, uh, a couple generations ago uh, RPG graphics graphically. Yeah. Um, but in the combat, the combat for me is where it fell apart because. Yeah. You know what they? I see what they were trying to go with in, in trying to make it like uh, Secret of Mana, but Secret yeah. of Mana was kind of revolutionary at the time. But whenever you try and do that again with a modern game, it doesn't always work unless you like throw in the right sort of gimmick or mechanic. And this one didn't. It was to me. close. It was close. If they because like what annoyed me was the enemies would have this tell where shoot this big red arrow for a main attack. Mm -hmm. And that, if they would have had that for all attacks with the tell, it would have been at least playable for me. But they would do True. that, but then their normal attacks would just hit you. And there's no tell. And then I, did, I couldn't figure out immediately for each enemy, like, when they would hit you or not. So, like, I was mm -hmm. waiting for the tell, and then all of a sudden I get hit again. And I'm like, what? So I was just... <laughs> Yeah, it's a little frustrating for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I gotta. <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. I mean, aside from that, it was the combat that really fell apart for me, and and that when I'm playing an RPG or a JRPG or an action RPG or whatever, if the combat isn't solid and like captures my attention, then it's it the whole game falls apart for me because that's supposed to be like the the key thing in the game is the combat. Yeah. Uh, you know, story comes secondary. It, it just, like, uh, gives you a reason to fight. There's a lot of um, damn story in this game. Yes, there is. Completely there voice really acted, is. which was really cool. Um, the mm. voices weren't annoying or anything. You had the anime shit, but um, it wasn't terrible. But um, completely voice acting. However, <laughs> I couldn't give a shit less about the story if I <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's, the game it wasn't well. anything special. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> The music was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed the music. Um, for the uh, the actual retail packaging, uh, no, you got it on Steam, so you got it digitally. Mm -hmm. I actually purchased the, I don't even know what edition they called it. It's like day one edition for PS5, but it came in a really nice package. Um, art book, soundtrack, game, and uh, bigger box, uh, all for fifty bucks. I, I mean, like, not bad. I, yeah, really good value. I, I would say if you actually enjoy the game and and plan on playing it throughout uh, the whole thing. But um, no, yeah, yeah. It's overall, it just kind of fell flat for me, and it's not a game that I would complete. Um, just like you, I, I put in about three or four hours, and that was enough for me. Man, so. Are you going to return the game? I know you're not, but absolutely not. <laughs> like, you're not gonna. That's the collector in you. But like, you're not gonna go back to it. Um, I'm likely no. gonna uninstall. Like, it'll be uninstalled. 
Um, now I mentioned <laughs> yeah, it's not going to take up hard drive space. <laughs> yeah, um, I mentioned it with Coffin last week, but um, there was a game that I had stumbled upon because I was so disenfranchised by um, Trinity Trigger. I was playing some of my backlog games on mm-hmm. um, random because I have a randomizer on my Steam Deck, and um, there's this game. It's called The Secrets of Grindia. Popped up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, developers don't have a fiscal yet, so who's to say that premium won't do it? But that was what would have made Trinity Trigger better. Like if it would have been more like that game. That game is like damn Link to the Past. It's perfect. So yeah, Secrets of Grind is a good one. I don't know if you heard of that game. It's funny. Yeah. Hit. Yeah, I I love whenever uh, people make games that are you know self aware. I don't know if you ever played. There was this uh, digital download. I think it was on PSP, um, but it was called uh, um, DLC Quest. Um, and uh, every every single ability that you get in the game, even moving right, you had to purchase. Huh. So from the very onset of the game, like you could only move left. You couldn't jump. You couldn't do anything. But you, you know, like, uh, you know, you, you gather the money that you can and then, like, buy the ability to move right and then you can do more stuff. It's, you know, it's, it, it was kind of a cool take, but it's very self-aware. Now, this game, there's no grinding. It's just grindy is the name of the thing. Like, it's, but it's a, it, it was a okay. Kickstarter, I think, or something. But it's um, action oh, RPG. Looks really cool. Um, gotcha. But, okay. Yeah. With a name like that, I would have assumed. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It's it's a complete Zelda style game. Um, Funny. Really good one though. That one we should do in the future for bullshit homework after um, mm-hmm. we get done with Zelda Gate. Because Zelda's about to be life, man. Um, but yeah, I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent done with um, Gr- Trinity Trigger. It's now time for a Zelda, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, I already moved on. The day that the day that I got it from Amazon, I moved on. Oh, yeah. Um. So interestingly enough, I was out of town when Zelda was launched. So um, mm-hmm. I did my pre-order. Um, Friday, I left town Friday evening after my daughter got out of school. My pre-order showed up an hour after I left. So, Jeez. um, ironically, I learned from uh, previous pre-orders when I order online. Um, I ordered from two different sources. Uh, one of them, Best Buy, showed up on Monday. Oh. Yeah, so the one that did show up um, on time was Walmart. Um, and I ended up getting a wall scroll with my pre-order. Um, that was one of the ones that Coffin was talking about. Um, I missed mm-hmm. the gold one, but I got a black one. It's cool. Put it away in storage and put it up later. Um, so I ended up um, getting back home, though, Sunday um in the evening so i didn't get to play Zelda the tears of the kingdom I had to avoid spoilers and shit till sunday oh that's the worst yeah mm-hmm. now we're recording tuesday so i've had essentially two ish days to play um mm-hmm. 18 hours i have 18 hours in the game since sunday so sunday monday yeah. tuesday um i had the switch um parental app i don't know if you have that installed on yours I don't mind, no. Yeah, so the Switch Parental app shows you how many hours. It's very bright. Um, but it shows you how many hours you play each day. So um, it shows that I put in three and a half on Sunday, 
seven hours on Monday and almost eight hours today already. So, <laughs> nice. yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah, so it's, it just shows you. It's a good little data tracker to see what you've been playing and what you've beaten and all that stuff. It's pretty fun. Um, so there were games in the past, like, um, I mean, you know, obviously not an action RPG like, uh, Zelda, but, um, Fallout 3, um, and, and games that just, uh, are a huge time sink. Um, I've, I, I dedicated a whole lot of time to, and was playing basically every waking hour until I completed those games, but, they're not games that my wife will sit down and watch me play those kinds of games. Mm. Zelda, however, she loves watching me play Zelda. So, um, and she's not a gamer in any stretch of the imagination. Um, but she loves watching me play those sorts of games that are just like, uh, you know, story engrossing and just exploration and really cool. Um, so, but uh, so I will say it's, during this, when we talk about it, we're not going to spoil any of the story, but um, there will be spoiler territory and some of the mechanics and some of the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something really big that Nintendo never talked about, huge, and they kept it under wraps. It's crazy that they kept it under wraps. And I'm not sure if you've even gotten to that part yet. How many hours have you put into it, Tristan? Uh, well, since I don't have the, I'm going to have to guess, um, Mm -hmm. I've probably got, um, you know what, let me just, uh, text you offline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just, uh, because I think I know what you're talking about, but it is kind of a spoiler talking about it. Um, Um, the other way you can check your hours if you don't have the parental app is if you go to your own profile, it'll show you what you play in your game. It'll say X amount of hours or more. Um, that'll be the other thing. Oh. I have mine um, kind of disabled because what I don't want is another company to look at what games I'm testing. Um, so mine don't show. But um, mm. are you gonna you're gonna message me? What did you message me on? Just I just messaged you on Discord. Okay. No. No. You mentioned um, yeah. No. That's no. where that's where I just got to. Just just got to that. Oh wow, you're. You're really early. Well, what I was going to say is I, I I have to slow play it because, like, you know, I, I have... You're in the tutorial. Me as a gamer, me as a gamer, I can freaking, like, you know, play play games for days. But uh, Natalie, not so much. So, I you know, I, I don't want to play without her. So it's going to be kind of a slow roll for me. So you're still in the tutorial area. Like, you've, you've have you gotten down to Hyrule yet? I have, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just, just barely. Just barely. Okay. Um, so I'll keep that in mind as I talk about stuff. But I'm going to talk about some cool shit too. Um, so um, let's talk about general overview, and then I'll go through and kind of go through line by line, so that way, and then we'll go into I'm beyond Tristan. But I'm going to try not to spoil anything major for you, Tristan, so that way you can still. <laughs> <laughs> I would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so. To me, I was always saying that this was like Zelda Nuts and Bolts, but I feel like it is more like Zelda infused with Minecraft. Yeah. I really feel like it. Um, now, I thought I was going to hate it. I thought I was going to hate the new abilities, the, um, the whole fuse mechanic, and the, uh, the Ultra Hand, which is a cool thing to Nintendo's old toy. 
Um, I thought I was going to hate all that. Um, it's like second nature. The tutorial areas that you're in, you like go to a shrine, get a new ability, learn how to use the new ability to get to the next shrine. Um, the first two mm -hmm. took me freaking forever. Like I was struggle busting, but I was learning the mechanics. Um, I was learning how to move around all the pieces, do all that crap. Um, and interestingly enough, um, now I can like pretty quickly build things, simple things. Um, mm -hmm. I do feel like though we're all going to become like engineers after this damn game <laughs> because like some of these oh, shrines. Man. I, I never did this in Breath of the Wild, but some of these shrines I'm skipping, man. I'll get to it, I just can't figure it out. And I'm like, all right, let me back out. I'll come back, because you can warp to them. Back out, and I'm gonna come back later and go to it. Um, freaking wild, dude. Um, yeah, so um, after that, though, using the Ascend ability where you can go through ceilings, that was pretty straightforward. Uh, the Rewind really interesting but they don't show you the true use of it and i'm going to give some uh, tips and tricks too on uh, mm -hmm. things one that i haven't even used yet so um some, some couple of tips and tricks that i found out along the way um so what are your um overall thoughts though going into this now up to where you are yeah so for anyone who's who played breath of the wild um you're you're instantly going to be able to jump into and play this one but just like jeff alluded to uh, you have all new abilities, um, which do have sort of a learning curve to um, know how to use them to their full potential. Um, so yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, literally, like you're you're just thrown into this, and then you get all these abilities, and you've you're you're playing in a sandbox, so you yeah. can do whatever you want and just like experiment. Mm -hmm. um, and you have enough freedom to go and explore, which is one of the coolest things about Zelda, and especially a Zelda of this scope. Um, it's it's kind of overwhelming at times because you're like, holy crap, there's so much out there. How the heck am I going to find everything? Especially to a completionist. Oh, yeah. Um, holy hell. I, I, I'm actually kind of glad that Nintendo doesn't have a trophy system oh. or uh, an achievement one, system. The one little secret, man, completionist, forget uh -oh. about it. Forget about it. Oh, <laughs> Oh boy! Um, yeah, but there's—I mean, there's just so many secrets everywhere. To, to get your um, brain going, think um, Breath of the Wild is the original Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom is like Zelda linked to the past sized. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm not talking about the <laughs> air. Incredible. I'm not okay. About yeah. The sky. Yeah. 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 No, I—I mm -hmm. um, I think I understand. So, um, um my recommendation hey. for you, the way you're playing it. Um, so, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom 101, um, you're at the beginning, you're gonna wanna follow the story a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. getting into the first areas are going to give you a couple abilities. Cause, um, I was seeing people posting online that they can't find the damn sailcloth. Shit like that. Um, yeah. if you don't follow the story, you're not gonna get some of the essential things you're gonna need to play the game and unlock things. So you're gonna wanna play a little bit of the story before you start just completely ran, running That's off. That's actually uh, helpful to hear because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those kinds of people and, you know, I, I mentioned Fallout 3. This happened every single time in that yeah. game. It'd be like, oh yeah, main story. Oh, something shiny over here. What's that? I do a little and, bit and of both. I, just, 
I do a little Kept bit of happening. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a little yeah. bit of shiny stuff, and then I'll do a little bit of story, and then when I go up and do something, I'll do a little bit of shiny stuff, and I find it, and then I'll yeah. venture back. My recommendation for you, since you're doing um, a wife playthrough, um, do the story stuff with your wife, but then adventure off on your own, because otherwise, it, you're never going to get through it. Like, like adventure <laughs> off. If you see something, I, that I know might what be... you're saying, but I, I I think she actually likes the adventuring more than oh. she likes the story. Okay, okay, because so, like, because yeah. if you get something that might be cool, you just pause it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that would be my recommendation, so you can keep making progress. But yeah, definitely do the story for a little bit. Um, explore around those those grounds. Get used to it. Um, that was one of the things that I didn't do, and then I went back to it. So I did the the beginning area. You go like back to Hyrule Castle almost essentially right at the beginning um, without any baddies there. There's people, you know, because you won the game uh, in Breath of the Wild. Um, pretty cool. And you get to explore around and see how it's changed and everything. Well, if you explore enough, there's some, some interesting things that happen. You learn a little bit about like tunneling systems and all this stuff. And you can get a lot of gear and things. So it's really cool. Um, there's also characters you interact with that will start story modes that will unlock things later and if you don't do it there it won't start until you do it so say you you miss talking to a Rito guy a bird he doesn't fly away he doesn't start that you may not be able to get the fairy fountains later okay um and there's stuff that you'll have to do as you progress along your mission that's much easier if you do it at the beginning because then the people will all be in place um whereas they won't if you don't activate just like finding Mm -hmm. the hestu guy who does the maracas um, if you don't find him along the story path early, you won't be able to get more capacity, so you can't get more swords and shields and bows. Um, yeah. So that's all going to be essential. Otherwise, you're going to have to like continually go back and grind and get new stuff as things break, because breakage is a thing. Um, oh, I was going to get to that. Oh, um, man. Breakage is a thing, man. Um, however, reinforce, reinforce, reinforce. Um, they want you to use that new ability to give um, added attack abilities, added things. Um, now, one mm. thing that I've noticed with the breakability, um, I never use the arrows in Breath of the Wild, hardly at all. Um, I used to use the bombs, but that was an ability. I use the arrows all the time in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm always using the arrows to jump into an attack because you can easily add something to the arrow, such as a bomb and blow them up, or a bomb flower. Or, which I didn't start using until like the last hour here, after 17 hours in, um, you know the keys? The keys? The little bats? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you put a keys eyeball, and like Ido did this on a Nintendo stream, you put a keys eyeball on it, it actually homes in on the enemy. What? And it'll headshot him. That's cool. So I didn't even think about that until I was listening to the Nintendo Power podcast, which they recorded before the release. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, yes, you could do that. I remembered seeing him do that. So I did it. I was like, oh, my God, I one-hitted, like, a guy. And it hit, like, it was That's super weird. neat. Yeah, and I had a ton of the key eyeballs because I was killing a ton of them running around. So, um, yeah, very, very um, needed. So so what are your thoughts on the, uh, the weapon breakage, Tristan? Um, it was, uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised that they kept it, but I was very hopeful that they would have diverted from that. Um, I wasn't a fan of it in uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm not a fan of it now. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It, it seems like a distraction, and I, I, I know where they're coming from because the game is part adventure, it's part survival, it's part, um, uh, you know, battle. So, like, the survival portion of it, um, it fits right in. Um, you know, if, uh, if the game didn't have the crafting system and, like, the cooking system and the the fortifying your weapon system, then it would feel a whole lot different than it would it, than it otherwise would, and it would probably feel too easy. So I see where it comes in for like game balance, but it's still annoying. <laughs> well, I think the the main thing for Breath of the Wild was they did that so you didn't just get the most powerful weapons and never use anything else. You like you're forced to experiment because eventually, if you keep using that strong weapon, it's gonna break, right? So um, that's kind of it. Now you can reinforce. There was some rumor that you could reinforce after your weapon turns red and it'll fix it. Um, that doesn't work for me, so I don't know if I'm just doing it wrong. But um, yeah, and the thing is, though, is that like this game, though, compared to Breath of the Wild, there's a lot more drops. There's a lot more weapons and mm. a lot more arrows. So um, the, yeah, yeah, I've I've never been in need for arrows, but at the beginning of the game, you're always fighting with a freaking stick. So <laughs> oh, you're you'll you'll quickly find enemies. Yeah, that are, yeah that's, the enemies I, I are know. much I've, more powerful in this game. So like, once you okay. take out one, you're gonna get a, a pretty good, pretty good loadout. Mm -hmm. Um, I do notice though that the um bows are harder to find. So I, I, I found myself yeah. having to like warp somewhere to find because I ran out of bows in one area as I was going. Because once you go after like a strong enemy, you like you go through all your shit. You go through all your. But it's, uh, it's freaking bombs that I can never have enough of, and I can't. I just can't find the, that crap. Yeah, there's um there's bomb flowers. There's a lot of bomb flowers you'll find uh, throughout. They're mm -hmm. all strategically placed. Um, yeah, but like I would, I I use the the arrows. All the freaking time. Um, that's my new priority. They'll fuse them with damn arrows. I brought that in here. Arrows fused. Hunting in Hyrule, a.k.a. progress. So the whole first area that you'll be in, the whole main Hyrule area in the middle, go around there and just hunt around. You'll make progress. Um, apparently there's some girl with like a little mushroom hat. Um, haven't, I haven't found her yet. 18 hours. But if you find her... She'll um, give you some X's on the map, apparently, and you'll be able to find some upgraded equipment um, for your, your gear, gear equipment. So interesting things that will help you in your quest. I haven't found her yet. I've read people talking about her. <laughs> nope, sure haven't. But um, I was going to ask you, and I'm sure you know, you've done some exploring, so you've found, found some uh, like caves and caverns, yeah? So let's talk about caves and caverns. <laughs> so, Nintendo kept this spoiler away, and um, so as soon as you do the story, right, so you're going to go to Hyrule, you're going to do the first tower, the new version of the tower. Um, my recommendation, Tristan, is there's going to be these big giant red holes you're going to see on the map. Yeah, okay. I already know what you're talking about. Jump down one. Okay. It is double the map. Holy shit. <laughs> that's I awesome. can spoil anything that's down there. However, like I said, Link to the Past, man. 
Like, mm, mm-hmm. like I don't know how Nintendo didn't spoil it. Apparently, all the dev review copies that went out, none of them had this in there. Because um, the sky wow. is sparse. There's like a few islands here and there. It's, it's very, uh. it's not that big. It's not like there's a whole world up there. Um, it's, <laughs> I haven't seen shit yet either. And it is, that's incredible. It is intense down there. <laughs> Holy shit. That's awesome. And it is stressful. It is fucking crazy, dude. Like, Boy. like it's, I can't spoil anything beyond that, but I don't know how Nintendo didn't. Like on the no, I, I I mean I, I would have explored that eventually, so well, you're I don't gonna feel that you're gonna find it. So. But like, yeah, I was I went up to the tower thing. First time I went down, I went down into the hole, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And um, <laughs> there was like pieces in there for a uh, a car. So I just built a car, whatever, and I'm going around, and I found something that um, and Frank has been playing. I think he's streaming right now on Super RPG Friends. He's been playing like 30 hours or 40 hours, and he still hasn't found what I got. Um, I got one of the new abilities. That's There's an ability. And this ability is a really cool one. Um, not going to really spoil anything, but um, something for for you to look out for. It's called auto-build. Mm-hmm. So essentially, when whenever you build anything, it keeps track of what you build. And you can get blueprints and then you can oh sick that is an amazing ability yes so be on the lookout for auto build this is like i want to give you like a a master class on this is some cool shit that i found that you need to find this um and it is in that secret place that i don't but it's but to to put things into perspective frank told me about the secret place or, or alluded to it and he still hasn't found this and I randomly came across it immediately. Um, hmm. I got lucky. Um, now, if you're in that beginning area and you're talking to everyone, you will go down there. You will, on yep. a mission, do that. So, gotcha. um, so it will lead you there. It won't lead you to the auto build, though. So, um, but one thing to keep in mind when you get auto build, and they don't tell you this, um, if you don't. It, it'll go through and it saves every single combination of everything you make in Ultra Hand. Mm. Um, what you're gonna wanna do, they don't tell you this, once you make your vehicle or something really cool, you gotta favorite it. You can add it to your favorites. If you don't oh, do gotcha. that, it disappears. So I had some badass contraption, I made it disappear on me, and I'm like, what happened to it? And I'm like, crap, you have to favorite it. So mm. I have a few cool things now um, that I have favorited. Um, but yeah, and let's see. So I've just been run- randomly going around, um, looking at stuff. There's a new version of the memories in the game um, that you'll come across early on in the story. And early on, I just saw it at like 15, 16 hours in, um, early on. Um, but um, essentially, you start seeing more and more of the story, which unveils things. I think that's like a way to get toward the Master Sword or something. So that's something important to do. Um, and then let's see, there's one other thing you need to do, um, that will keep things moving along. And that's the one that I alluded to about the great fairy fountains. Um, you're basically going to be an investigative reporter (laughs) and, and what's cool about it is, um, you'll do it and you'll start, you know, interacting with NPCs, but then eventually you'll, um, you'll go on these little quests to do it. So you'll go like investigate an area and then all of a sudden this other character takes you on this giant quest. And I was on like whitewater rafting, almost like Link's Awakening. 
like going. Mm. And it was like really cool. And I got to the next area and I'm like, oh, cool. This is a, a little lead in from Breath of the Wild and doing, I was like, it's pretty cool. Like is, and this is a side quest optional stuff. That's just, but that I, I'm tracking that that may um, give you clues to where the fairy fountains are. And I haven't found them yet. So I think they don't unlock unless you do that stuff. Um, which did, gotcha. wasn't like that in Breath of the Wild. Now. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, now, where I currently are, where I am, because um, you're near the beginning still, like, of just getting out of the tutorial area. Um, mm -hmm. I am now, I decided to go along the story, um, and I am going, and I finally made it to the first temple. Oh. And there are dungeons. Oh, good, good, good. Yes. Good to hear. Good to hear. The thing was, though, it was like a damn temple dungeon getting to it. It was ridiculous. Like, it awesome. took me an hour or two. Like, I was just doing all this crazy stuff, and, um, like, it was it was intense. And it seems like every single little piece to get up to, even to get up to the temple area, to move up to the temple area was like an adventure. Like, you had to get a character that was outside of a cave, and then you go in there, oh, the character moved out, and you go through this cave, but the cave took 30 minutes to maneuver through, and you're collecting stuff as you do it. Like, every little piece is like an adventure and an experience. And I think that's where Tears of the Kingdom is like doing it right, is that you can just go through, play a little bit, and have like a really fun experience. And you do it your own way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to unveil a few things so that way, like, all right, go do this, do that, do that. Um, let's see, anything else that's non-spoilery? Because I don't want to spoil anything, but like... No, I, you know, well, and so... <laughs> Um, they brought back, um, I mean, in Breath of the Wild, um, every once in a while, a blood moon would come out. Yes. Um, and, uh, and that's actually literally where I am right now. I have the game paused, and a blood moon came out. I'm like, oh, cool, they brought it back. And uh, a whole bunch of uh, you know powerful enemies came out, so I'm about to fight some people. Mm -hmm. That's where I currently am, is in a blood moon. Yeah, I've seen three, four of them or something. Because you see them all the time come out. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's every so often. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if they come out more powerful. I know they're powerful during the Blood Moon. But, like, mm -hmm. I do know yeah. it respawns everyone. Um, mm. Yep, yep, exactly. So, so Yeah, because it even says that it's like the the spirits uh, are, are back from the dead or something like that. Restless so spirits. Some of the new enemies that I've dug so far that i found, um, they brought back like-likes. Um, the big old guys that suck in your, your, um, shields. Um, yeah, they're freaking creepy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find one. I don't know where it was. Maybe it was under Hyrule Castle. I did find one, and it had a giant shield in it. Like, one of the, the big knight ones from Breath of the Wild. Oh, dang. So that was Very nice. It took me a while to kill that bastard, too. But they're not hard. Mm. You just gotta make sure you don't get hit. Um, yeah. but, like, yeah, I got a, I got one of those. Um... And then the other one, I've seen them. They kicked my ass. The Gliok is back. Gliok, I gotta look that one up. Ah, uh, very They're cool. Freaking huge! Yeah. They're gigantic dragons. That's sick. Um, so I saw one. I was floating down. I saw it in the Coliseum. I went down there, and it's like where the old Lionel was in Breath of the Wild. And it's in there. It is a lightning Gliok. I remember fighting that Lionel. Yeah, so there's a lightning Gliok in there, and I like. I went down there, shot with an arrow, that fucker came up and, like, killed me one second. <laughs> I'm like, 
Yes. Um, and then I was going across, there was a Hillian bridge, and I saw a fire Gliok over there, and I was like, not even going near it. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. And then um, when I was going toward the first temple, I saw one flying around, and it was an ice Gliok. So there's multiple versions. Um, That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. I'm, I'm glad that they did that, and it's not just vanilla, like, you know, Gliok, and that's it. No, it's yeah. It's pretty cool that they gave me an elemental. haven't seen a Lionel yet in 18 hours. Haven't seen a Lionel. Mm. Um, I saw a couple Hinoxes, the ones with the big old eye. <clears throat> um, they're still as dumb as ever, easy. Um, they have, like, the big, so they have, like, the little Boko Goblin guys. They have, like, giant ones now, too. Little friends, little giant ones. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, there's a lot of same characters, and then there's some new ones. There's some monkey-looking things that are pretty cool. They're pretty awesome. You there's that, uh, that spirit frog, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still waiting to see what those things uh, do that you get from them. Yeah, you find them in caves. Um, mm-hmm. um, what I've read, and I'm saying in-game reading, because um, I read all the little stuff to try to get the lore. Um, I think it's going to be something similar to when you collect the spirits and you find the one guy at night sometimes. I think there's going to be somebody who wants to collect those. So you collect them and then somebody will sell them. To yeah, you. I, I figured and you'll get some sort of um, like upgrade your ooh, inventory or something. I got another one for you. Um, so you need to, as you hunt down all of the um, the weaponry stuff, like the new the new Zona stuff, right? Um, as you get all those cores and everything, you need to find a refinery. Mm-hmm. Um, every 100 of the diamonds, the Triforces, the little triangles. Yeah, I've got uh, nine of those guys so far. So every 100, you get one ounce of battery. Wow. So you need to do some grinding. Because um, I think wow. you have to do three of the cores to get one triangle, I think. Um, or is it... Oh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It's three to one, yeah. Yeah, it's a three to one race. I don't know if it's the cores or it's the, the actual... I think it's the... It's, it's the raw material. It's the raw material for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, in that area that shall not be named, there's a ton down there. So that's, that's okay. the place. Um, gotcha, gotcha. I haven't found yeah, it. Yeah, and they even, they even say that in-game, that it, uh, that's where it, like, originates from. Yeah. So, um, but I've upgraded one so far, but that's one piece. Um, and then, so right now, I think I have seven hearts, and I've done one extra stamina bar, or one stamina vessel. So, mm. um... Yeah, I've got a long way to go. Yeah, and I mean, I've done a lot of shrines, so... I just, I went off... Um, so yesterday, um, I went swimming, and I went running, went swimming, did all this stuff before I played, um, and then uh, our friend Shannon took me out, because my wife did her surgery, I was playing Zelda while I was doing it, um, found a boss battle, um, a secret boss battle, and then um, came back, and she wanted to go to get margaritas while Andrea was recovering, so we went and got margaritas. So I was wandering around Hyrule, like, a little bit buzzed. That was fun. So, just grind. So, hey, uh, my, my brother's name is actually Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I was just running around um, Hyrule yesterday, just finding stuff, getting into trouble. <laughs> Dude, it's so much fun. It's, uh, man, like a game like that, and this game doesn't disappoint. It's Zelda. I mean, like, there's no way that Nintendo's going to allow it to uh, disappoint. Although, you know, I look back at. Um, uh, What's the one with the freaking wolf? 
Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that one. I didn't like um, Skyward Sword. I actually really liked that one. Mm-hmm. The Waggle. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, nowadays, I mean, it's such a huge thing for a, for a Zelda game to come out. Um, they weren't going to mess this one up, and they, they didn't mess this one up. They they hit a home run like they always do. Well, I kind of thought that I was going to not like it as much as Breath of the Wild simply because of the um, Ultra Hand mechanic. I figured they were going to overuse it, and they don't. Mm. Um, once yeah. you get past the tutorial area and opens up the game, you can kind of play it your own way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that's what's so good about it. I mean, there's, they give you so many ways to play it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you don't have to, like, build stuff all the time if you don't want to. You can mess around with it. And honestly, like, I build super basic things because I don't want to make it complicated, and it works pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Works pretty well. Um, so one thing that I've been told, and I haven't been able to mess around with it yet, but I've been told this has been a secret, and this is something that, um, you know, Frank was telling me about. He said that if you take the Ultra Hand and say you have a platform, right? Big old long platform. Mm-hmm. And you grab it, you bring it out, and you rotate it, right? And then you rotate it back. And then you hit your rewind button, that platform will move. Oh. So you can get across long crevices that way. Um, well, that's kind of cool. You might be able to hold on to a, a beam and it'll transport you across something. Mm. Um, the other thing you can do is you can put it like a pole in the middle of the air and the air near an enemy, rotate it around, then hit rewind, and as it rotates around, apparently it builds momentum and it will kill enemies very fast. It's that's like, cool. It's like broken OP or something is what Frank called it or something. So <laughs> I need to start messing around with that just to see, just to have fun and see if I can like you know manipulate it. Because I really have not messed with rewind hardly at all. Um, I'm I'm gonna leave the creative crazy stuff to the speedrunners. I'm I'm very much looking forward to the first time that they stream uh, Tears of the Kingdom at uh, GDQ. Yeah. Um, because that'll be super super cool to watch. Just uh, how broken. Are beating it in 90 minutes already. That's what I'm saying, man. Like these guys are crazy. Like exploiting like all this crazy stuff. I don't know, man. Awesome. I just I know um, I saw a something that Frank shared with me, or somebody created a whole mech suit in <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, and they're just walking around Hyrule, crushing and destroying everything. And I'm like, they're using stuff mm-hmm. that I haven't even unlocked yet. Um, <laughs> but like, because I mean, there'll be stuff you get the Zonai stuff. Um, there'll be stuff like flamethrowers or wow. lasers. Um, I just yeah. got a remote bomb, which was interesting. Um, mm. I was um, I got to a spot when I was going to the first temple, and they had these uh, hot air balloons. And if you take fire to the hot air balloon, it goes upward. Um, I put some remote bombs on there. I'm like, oh, maybe I can use the remote bomb and like knock it off, you know, hit an enemy or something. Um, so as soon as I hit it, everything activated, <laughs> and the bombs exploded and destroyed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blew me up. Yeah, into a million people. yeah, that'll happen. I was like, son of a... But it was, like, <laughs> really funny. Really funny. Um, didn't kill me, though. I had everything but one heart <laughs> left. Mm. Mm. Um, now, here's a question, Tristan. So, you went through the tutorial area. Did you get the shirt and the pants? Pants, yes. Shirt, no. I'm shirtless still. You didn't find a shirt. So, there's a nope. shirt in the tutorial area. Did you find the second pair of pants? No, no. Well, well, okay, so I have I have uh, pants that allow me to um, have low level cold uh, okay. 
Yeah. So That's, found, those are the pants I've got. So there's a pair of pants at the beginning that are just regular pants, too. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, so, yeah, there's people running around. running around naked. Yeah, there's people running around shirtless. Um, now, those, I mean, those are free. Those are in the, the beginning area. Um, so that was to be easy. The, the actual cold one, though, that those are the ones you want because, um, you can buy like the Hillian stuff in near the, in the first area. So you'll be able to buy those relatively cheap. Um, I got to Kakariko village and I think the the crap is like 5,000 rubies each. Um, but it's a story and I think the mom's sick or something. So I haven't done that yet. So I'm not buying the crap for five thousand because there's like the um, the the ninja suit and there's a whole a new suit over there too, um, but yeah I've gotten some some cool stuff with the reporter one apparently um it looked I looked at it and there's a frog suit, <laughs> um but what the frog suit does is don't slip in the rain when you're climbing. Oh that's useful. So that is. Something that I'm going to make a priority. I want to get the damn mm-hmm. frog suit because I want to be able to climb around in the rain. Um, yeah. I, I've noticed that it's not as bad as Breath of the Wild, the rain, but it does rain a lot still. Okay. Um, it hasn't rained on me yet, so, hmm, interesting. But what I do like, though, is that if it is, if I'm just exploring around and it starts raining... Um, I'll warp somewhere and maybe in a different area on the map it's not raining because I think the rain is like geographical on the map so you just go somewhere else where it's not raining yeah I think you're right yeah um, so I've been using the warps a lot more I mean this is all with Breath of the Wild knowledge intact so it's yeah. much yeah. more fun not necessary but much more fun knowing Breath of the Wild and going in to Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. um the other thing is that you'll see some crop circles when you're in the air. Those mean something. Yeah. Uh, if if anything looks out of place, and, and you know, you play enough games, you're just, yeah. eh, you're you're conditioned to be like, oh, what's over there? <laughs> just, the dev could hide something over there. I mean, yeah, so every nook and cranny, dude. Like, <laughs> how many, um, how many corks have it. you saved? Oh, probably about a dozen so far. Nice. Um, have you yeah. messed with the Koroks yet? Oh, no, I have Cause not. Because the, the big ones with the backpacks, they got to take them to their friend, they give you two. Um, uh-huh. You can attach it to them. Oh, uh, what? So, I mean, because essentially you got to get them to their friend, so you can you yeah. attach. So if you attach, like, a rocket to them, <laughs> attach a bomb Yeah, I, I, I think I put that particular one in a minecart and then just attached a fan to the minecart. Yeah, there's a ton of them throughout um one thing that i've liked is like when you're on the overworld um i've noticed like when i get to those guys and they're like take me to my friend and then they're like go to the blowing smoke so you take them there you figure it out however you want to do it um there's usually like a shrine over there so then i get like two korok seeds and then i get a shrine and i get a teleport like because that was the hardest part for me in breath of the wild was finding the shrines like like a lot of those shrines were hidden pretty damn well. Um, yeah, and um, I mean it's been a long time since I played it, but didn't you have like some sort of like compass or something like that that kind of like led you to like general direction of where the shrine was? Or in theory, but I think you could also attach an item to it. And I think I always mm. had treasure chest on it, and so I never had the shrines ever again. Oh, I see. I see. And so I was all jacked up. 
And so, like, so I just never found, like, I had trouble finding shrines. I think I even resorted mm-hmm. to a guide eventually. In Breath Man, of the I want to play that. I want to play some more right now. <laughs> Breath of the Wild or Tears? Heck yeah. No, no. Tears of the Kingdom, Oh, we're about man. to, man. As soon as we finish I'm like itching. Era. I mean, I'm going back. I am. It's right here, man. Um, it's right on the other side of this wall. Yeah, exactly. Now, the thing is, is that if I pause... Oh, I can't pause. Um, I was just going to go over my stats, but um, <laughs> how many like shrines I've beaten and shit. I'm actually in a story <laughs> right now in the temple, so as soon as it continues. Oh. Um, I'm tracking that once you um, beat temples, there's a different thing. So in Breath, in Breath of the Wild, when you beat a temple or you beat a beast, right, um, you would get an ability. Mm-hmm. This time, I think it's different. I think you get, like, something completely new. Um... We'll talk about it in the next episode because I haven't gotten it yet. And if it's what I think it's going to be, I'm probably going to go through and continue the story a little bit more so I can become overpowered. So I think it's going to make the game much more approachable. Cool. Going through a couple. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, Yeah, I just feel like the game plays great. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very happy with this game. Yeah. Like, I was... I was looking to, I was going in timid because I was like, man, Zelda nuts and bolts. I'm not going to be, I don't want to make shit. Like, I, I just want to play Zelda. I just want to play my Zelda, go to go around. And you can. That's the best part. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't really used the Altran too much. You get a hair of my butt, I'll make something, and it's kind of fun. It's a fun little gimmick. Yeah. It's not part yep. of the game for me. Um, there's, there's spots where um, you have a sign. There's a guy who's holding up a sign. Um, if you help him balance the sign, you get a bunch of uh, bonus goodies, by the way. Cool. So it's, like, it's like a little puzzle. So it's like, hold up my sign, and you hold up, or you can drop it, and he drops it, and if it doesn't fall, he'll give you some goodies. Um, that They're all over. All over the place. Like, there's stuff like that. That kind of stuff is what makes it really fun. It's like the little tangential side quest that makes it really fun just to delve into the world of Zelda. Like... Really, really loved it. Um, so far, man, this is game of the year. Like, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to beat. <laughs> I, will, I mean, Breath of the Wild is my favorite game. My top number one game on Switch. Crazy. Yeah, wow. it's like Tears is right there. Like, it's good. Mm. We'll see once I go through it all. Like, yeah. if it stays. Um, right now, I mean, heck. I want to see how it all connects to um, the big bad in the game, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, that thing's creepy, too. Creepy. Yeah. Woo. I mean, we've seen the pictures. We've seen the pictures of Sexy Ganon, so, I mean, I'm assuming that it's <laughs> got to be Sexy Ganondorf is going to be your bad guy. I just, I wonder what the twists are. Yeah. You know, there's something going on that there's going to be a twist. They got to do a twist. And... Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting because as you see the story unfold, they unlock little nuggets of the story. Um, and it's also cool to see that some of the characters that they've grown up, how things have changed since Breath of the Wild. It is a direct sequel. Um, stuff is similar but different to Breath of the Wild. So when you go to new areas, there'll be like little things that are the same. And there's a lot of stuff that's changed. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. Um, 
and they allude to things like the old places that you need to go to. I haven't even been to them yet. I got to, yep. you know, Kekariko, but I haven't went to the the other, what was the other village in Breath of the Wild where it had like all of the tech stuff? Hatneo Village or some shit? Um, have you been there? Um, it, yeah, I, I played it whenever it first came out and never picked it up again, so yeah. I, my, my memory's very hazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the classic Breath of the Wild, I played through a game, and I was going through the um, DLC, and I, like, deleted my save, so I had to restart. So, um, Mm -hmm. my goal was to replay on Steam Deck on the Wii U version with no weapon breakage and beat the whole game, and I think I got, like, through one beast, maybe two beasts. Um, So, I never beat Breath of the Wild a second time. But Mm -hmm. it was a good appetizer for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm just going to continue down tears until the wheels fall off literally off of my ultra hand abilities yeah <laughs> um so good so good um overall i uh absolutely uh plan on continuing playing it and uh, i think we should continue um it being our homework at oh, least for a couple more weeks i mean it's gonna be homework until we're both thoroughly satisfied Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've only scratched the surface. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is that even if you go and, like, beat the game, I think you can continue playing, and it, you know, so you don't beat it technically, so I think you can keep playing sure. it for a while. So I'm going to get to a point where I just want to run around and explore, and this is the type of game that I would 100%. Um, yeah. I haven't seen them mention anything about any DLC yet. You know it's coming. You know it's planned. There's yeah. too much money to be had. Yeah. Um. So a couple of the um, secrets that are there. Um, apparently, if you have a Breath of the Wild save, you can get um, your old horses. Yeah, heard that. Um, I don't have an old Breath of the Wild save with any horses, so I didn't get one. Um, because- I'm sure I do, but um, it's on my other Switch. So I, I actually bought the Breath of, the uh, Tears of the Kingdom OLED. And that's the one I'm playing it on right now. I didn't transfer any other data over from my other Switch, so... Oh, oh well. I haven't transferred over my data yet either. Maybe if I transfer over my data, maybe yeah. then it will... I bet you. Hmm. I'm going to try that. Um, I'm going to mess around with that. Because uh, I haven't tried that yet. But, yeah, that'll be interesting to see if... Hmm. Now I'm thinking. See? Like, do I move over <laughs> all my shit? Um, yeah, so that'll be cool. Maybe I do have a Pona. I don't know, because right now I have, I, I caught a, a horse and I have one in stable. It's called Brownie. That's uh, what London named him, Brownie. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And then, um, apparently every amiibo unlocks something. Oh, snap. So you might want to. I haven't tried them yet. I, all my amiibos are in storage, so I got nothing. Um, I have the. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom one sitting at Best Buy, so tomorrow I need to go to Best Buy and pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, take back the Best Buy copy of Tears of the Kingdom since I don't need it. Um, and then I ordered on Amazon or eBay, I can't remember. They have a whole card set you can get, Amiibo card oh, set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's it's so convenient, man. So I did that. Um, I have one for I had for Breath of the Wild <laughs> for the same thing, but um, it's in stores. I don't know where it's at, so I'm just going yeah. to. I bought a new one. I should have it this week, and then I'll start daily doing my daily swipes if I need to. Um, <laughs> I think you get like I don't know, like some kind of cloth or something. I think you can do some like dye cloths or something somewhere. I don't know what that is, 
But, um, and then after you get all that stuff, because you can get, like, um, sets from the Zelda ones, so you can get, like, a, mm-hmm. um, Majora's Mask set, Fierce of the Yeah. Set. Um, and yeah, actually- and it's, uh, if they did it, like, Breath of the Wild, um, it's random drops, depending on, uh, what amiibo you swipe, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how it was? That's how it was with, uh, Breath of the Wild. I am yeah. also tracking, though, this time, um, they actually have stat bonuses. Ooh. So they're a little more useful. Um, okay. And they look cooler this time, too. So I'll probably be messing around with those, too, once I get them. Um, I don't know what the Tears of the Kingdom one does. I've kind of not. I, I've been trying to avoid looking at guides and things. So, I, I mean, yeah. um, I'll see some shit in Facebook or a post or something. That's where I get a little bit of the intel from. But I'm trying to do everything in-game with messages. Try to get the lore from the people in the game. So most of the mm-hmm. stuff that I'm talking about I've gotten from within the game. Like the little hat person. Um, I found a cave and they mentioned a little hat per- They mentioned this girl's name and she has like a little mushroom hat. Yeah. And so she's around. And um, did you in the beginning area, Tristan, did you fight the little mini boss? The giant block mini boss? Uh, that's going to be a no. <laughs> okay. So there's a giant huh. block mini boss in the beginning area, and essentially use okay. alter hand against them and fight them and <laughs> one hit you. Um, well, later on, when you find more of the giant stone block mini bosses, um, they mm-hmm. drop maps, and the maps cool. lead you to do treasures. Um, I don't know what the treasures are. I just got one and had an X now on my map somewhere. So that's like, awesome. I'm gonna have to go find that. So maybe that's what I'll do tonight after. Um, if I get frustrated with the, uh, with the dungeon, because I just drink tequila, um, <laughs> maybe I'll jump into the map and go find that. But apparently the little hat girl will give you X's too on the map, and you can find her everywhere in the, in the world. So, I gotta try to find her, because I want to find all the things. I want to, this is the type of game, because I'm OCD with bookmaking and everything. This is the kind of game where I, like, I want to experience as much as I possibly can while I'm mm-hmm. still excited about it. Um, Absolutely. That's only going to last so long, and then time's going to run out, and then it's going to be, and we have to move on, and I don't want to move on. Never that's why people on. love the Zelda games so much. Exactly. Um, yeah, so um, definitely continuing. I mean, probably right after we finish recording. <laughs> and I got to make sure mm-hmm. I edit tomorrow. I to edit this video to get it out. Um, any, uh, Jeff, you know what hasn't happened this entire uh, stream? Mm. I have not dropped off. I mean, I yeah, we had that little hiccup, it built but up. I haven't dropped off. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. So this has been a good uh, test. So it looks like you can take over next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you can take over with this whole you know design that we have here on YouTube. But if not, we'll just do a Skype call. Um, I'm going to be on a phone from here on out until I get to Hawaii. So, um, until I'm set up in Hawaii. And I don't know what my setup's going to be like yet. Because I'm not going to have a house till July. So, I got two months still in my house. Um, I'll be in an apartment, or not an apartment, but a like a hotel. I'll be in basically a hotel uh, for at least, you know, first month and a half. Um, when I get my house, then we'll have to set up. So. It'll be it'll be some time before we're we're back settled. Um, but I could just sit on the beach and record, talk, yeah. 
talk video games while I'm sitting outside on a, having a tiki Mai Tai or something. And I'll have to get a green screen so I can uh, pretend like I'm on the beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun now, man. Um, so let's, uh, let's close things up. So, so any closing thoughts with uh, Tears of the Kingdom? No, um, I think I've covered everything, uh, all of my thoughts so far. Um, I'm just excited to see what else there is. Cause like I said, I've only scratched the surface. You've, you've been, uh, exploring a little bit more than I have. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's such a joy to play. It's not a grind. It's not, um, a chore. It's, it's not, it doesn't feel like homework. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's a perfect way to sum it up. Yeah, no, it's like, it's a really well done game play it anyway um and what i like is it's, it's completely the nintendo style like it's like they give you all the tools mm -hmm. and you just experience it. it's open world sandbox essentially um yeah and if you want to go on the story go on the story if you want to just adventure around adventure around and the coolest thing one is thing that you're always oh, making go ahead. progression you're always making progress yeah yeah, whether whether you're doing side stuff or not, um, one thing that Nintendo has consistently been able to do with this franchise ever since the very beginning is uh, give you that sense of exploration. Like uh, you know, even whenever it was just the the simple map, um, uh, you know, like there were places to bomb, secrets to find, uh, items to get, to unlock other places that you can go. Um, it, you know, it was it was an adventure on a scale that had never been seen before. Um, and, uh, the fact that Nintendo and Miyamoto have been able to continue this, what, uh, 30 years, almost 30 years later. Um, no more than that. Yeah. I can't math, uh, over 30 years later, uh, it is just astounding. Um, they've consistently been able to, uh, to raise the bar and, uh, it's no different with this title. Even though it's a continuation of, um, you know, a, another reimagining, it doesn't feel stale. No, it's it's wild and like so so one thing we'll talk about in a future episode is and this is something to get all every the community thinking about in Discord and you know and the chat when, when people come on. Um and you know, as we record we're gonna change up our, our thing so we don't have the live chat on the side and everything. Um mm -hmm. but um where does Nintendo go next? That's gonna be the talk for a future episode because and that's the thing. That's what's so crazy about like uh, you know Miyamoto and like all these other uh, like um, just wonderful people at Nintendo. How did they keep doing this? Um, they keep giving us all this stuff that we and we don't know that we want. Um, <laughs> but once it's out there, we're like, holy crap! How has this not been a thing before? Um, they're just so good at it. Yeah, I mean. And it'll be an interesting talk, like, what's next for the Zelda series? Maybe that'll be a, a talk in the next episode. Um, as we're playing mm. in tears, we can kind of think about, like, all right, what's next for Zelda? So that's what we'll talk about. Yeah, because I, I honestly don't think that they can, you know, keep... The, the, the next main uh, installment Zelda game is... is uh, I, I don't think it will be a continuation of the same graphical engine and story. Save it. It's going to be another reimagining. Save it for um, the, save it for next episode, Tristan. Yep, because, yep. Saving it, I mean, saving it. Because like there are some theories, and I will I will dig into what ifs and situations, and let's just yeah. go deep down the rabbit hole. Because I feel like that'll be a fun one, and we'll have more Zelda Tears of the Kingdom to talk about. 
um, craziness. Yeah, good stuff. We'll go into a little bit more details on mechanics and and how to manipulate in the air. There's ways to manipulate yourself in order to traverse Hyrule um, that mm-hmm. we haven't even talked about. We haven't even scratched the surface or the air, yeah. mind you. <laughs> um, so, uh, where can people um, get in touch with you, Tristan? Uh, mainly on Facebook and Discord. Um, uh, Twitter, you know, I've got a Twitter account. It's VG Console at VG Console Guide, but I don't really check those in the updated as much as I probably should. So if you want to really get a hold of me, uh, get a hold of me on Facebook, Tristan Ibarra, I B A R R A. Um, yeah, that's me. And then, uh, you know, I've, I've got my book that I wrote and then the console guide that's uh, available at premiumeditiongames.com as well as all of our amazing games that we make and continue to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, please go check those out. Um, um, yeah. so, so for me, I'm over on Facebook, the Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Um, I post primarily on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I think Instagram gets an auto post, but I might, because I had to recreate my Facebook, Instagram has like two followers or something. I don't even know. <laughs> um, but um, our Discord is live. We are, we need to get better about posting some reactions in there in the bullshit homework. Um, it's going to be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk. Um, maybe I'll yeah, I'm, I'm bad about it. I haven't done it once. Me too. Me too. I've done it a few. Um, but we have a couple of uh, listeners that are in there talking now. Um, okay, one, cool. One yeah, I'll, there, I'll be so. cognizant of that. Um, so we definitely want to interact with you. So post in there so we post. That'll be the thing for you mm-hmm. listening. Um, and we, we had to make it a good habit uh, just to post in there because usually it's much easier. I've been taking some awesome screenshots as I play, so I can probably just take a picture of the screenshot or something and post it in yeah. Discord. Um, but I haven't seen anything super crazy yet in tears, but, um, yeah. So hit us up in discord, um, and make sure you join us when we do these lives, join us. The live chat will pop up. I know we did like kind of without any planning this time, like, Hey, we'll just go up live. Um, yeah. But, um, normally we could have a, um, what we'll have to Tristan is you can build your picture of what we're going to talk about and we can just have that on the left side. Yeah, we'll we'll do that from uh for from here on out. We're we're kind of in a transition period where uh you know Jeff is moving and we've got a lot of things going on. But uh, once we settle down a little bit, we'll we'll be a little bit more structured and uh, yeah. user friendly for you guys. Well, and, and the thing is, we likely won't be live because if I'm in Hawaii, um, mm-hmm. right now it's like what six p.m. No, it's like four p.m. right now. Um, yeah. So it's like 4 p.m. there, and I'll still be at work on a Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah. So he wouldn't be able to stream for another three hours, which means that I wouldn't be able to start streaming until midnight my time. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. we decided we're probably going to record probably on a Sunday and then upload, and then everybody can like comment in the live chat on YouTube as we do a like reveal. So I did a couple of those last week where I did like the watch alongs. And, you know, we have a small subscriber count, so anybody who wants to chat with us, we'll chat with you. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're there, like, we'll, we'll chat. Um, if we miss the live, we'll uh, chat later. Well, I can watch it and chat. So it'll be fun, and as we grow, we'll all grow together. It's, it's a fun time, and video game bullshit is, is here, man. Um, yeah, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time. Later. Later.